Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Clock your time check is brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler with former Blues defenseman Jamie Rivers. I'm Anthony Stalter, and let's head to our celebrity line. We're joined by Kyle Glaser, senior writer for Baseball America, and there's certainly a lot, a lot to break down from the Cardinals' perspective as they made a, a couple of moves yesterday, sending Jordan Montgomery and Chris Stratton to Texas, and then Jordan Hicks to Toronto. First and foremost, Kyle, thank you for joining us. How are you? Doing all right. Glad to be back on with you guys. Oh, we appreciate it. So. Kyle, the big question I think for a lot of Cardinals fans right now is, did they get enough in return for Montgomery and Hicks? What are your thoughts based on the prospects that they got in return? Yeah, they definitely did. I mean, Jordan Hicks obviously is a very, very good hard throwing reliever. Um, They got two, you know, solid potential starting pitching prospects back for him, both of whom are in double A and have proven their stuff plays against upper level hitters. And could potentially help the Cardinals sooner rather than later. And then you look at the Jordan Montgomery trade, um, TK Roby, the pitcher they got, he's got really good stuff and he's working his command. But I actually think the prize of that deal is Thomas Segesi, the infielder they received. The guy can just hit, hit, hit some more, and he's starting to grow into some power. Um, it's not crazy to think that you know all four of these guys could be in the big leagues in the next year or so just because, again, they're, they're upper-level guys, they've proven it, and then they've got real tools and real stuff. Some of these pitchers that the Cardinals received back, these prospects, you know, what do you? What's the highest you think that they could project to be? Because the Cardinals right now, looking just at next year alone, have Michaelis and Steven Matz in the rotation, and that's it. They're going to need some immediate help. I'm just wondering if that immediate help is within this group. Yeah, I would say it can. These guys have a chance to help sooner rather than later. Um, it would probably be more in a filling out the rotation kind of role or impact bullpen role than a number one or two starter kind of role. Um, you know, some robbers say uh, is a really interesting pitcher. He's 21. He's born and raised in the Netherlands, you know, non-traditional baseball background. He's got five pitches. Uh, he knows how to use them. He's, he's, he's got solid stuff. He, he's still got some room to grow given his uh, unconventional background and his youth, but you can see a foundation here of a guy who, you know, maybe is a, is a solid back of the rotation starter, which every team needs. Um, Adam Cloffenstein's a, a big Texas kid. He's got, um, you know, a sinking fastball, cutter and slider, both pretty good. You know, if it works the back of the rotation, awesome. If not, it should work in a bullpen. And Takoa Roby's the guy uh, that got the best stuff of all of them. He's up to 97. He's got a pretty darn good curveball that gets chase swings. Um, just needs to hone his command a little bit. So I think. You know, you can see a scenario where all three of these guys maybe help fill out a rotation. Um, we know pitching prospects are fickle. That probably won't happen. It might end up, you know, one's in a rotation, two are helping in the bullpen. But, but all these guys have stuff. 
and you know, our legitimate prospects that can help in some form or fashion. Kyle Glaser of of Baseball America is a senior writer for Baseball America. Joins us right now on the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. All right, Kyle, Kyle, turning our attention to a couple of players that could be dealt. Let's start off with the one that is, is seemingly a slam dunk as we draw nearer to the deadline, Jack Flaherty. What do you think the Cardinals can get? And, and I'm not talking about specific players, of course, but just the uh, the the idea general uh, from a general perspective. What do you think the Cardinals can get for Jack Flaherty? Yeah, you know, we're seeing that at this deadline. Again, every deadline's a little bit different with different dynamics of play. Um, you know, if they, especially if they package him with someone else, they should be able to get at least one, you know, prospect who, who ranks in the top 10 in uh, the other team's organization. And then potentially one other guy who, you know, has some upside and can maybe help as well. So, Again, we're not seeing um, you know top 100 prospects or, or top top elite prospects being traded one you know one for one for for rental starters by any means. But again, you look at the Lance Lynn deal, you look at the the Lucas Giolito deal, you know other other rentals. You know by packaging those guys with a, a reliever or something, the, you know those teams are able to get back a, a solid top 10 overall prospect and a, and a second prospect who's pretty good as well. If we dive back into the Car- the Cardinals uh, prospect pool, a lot of excitement surrounding Tink Hentz, uh, Graceffo, and McGreevy. As you look through their season so far, and, and I guess their trajectory, you know, how far off are guys like that? And is Tink Hentz the next one? Yeah, I mean, you know, McGreevy and Graceffo are, are much closer. They're just, you know, bigger more physical, more polished, further up the ladder. Um, you know, those, those are the guys that will get there first. Um, you know, McGreevy, you'd like to see the stuff take up a little more than it has. You can really, really pitch. You know, how much is it going to play against big leaguers is, is a little bit of a question. The stuff hasn't progressed the way it, you'd hope. Um, I'll say this for King Hens. You know, he's got great, great, great stuff. And you look at it and it's easy to say, you know, wow, this is – this is the type of stuff that I'll play in the big leagues, but he's only 20. He's a, he's a smaller guy who still has to fill out and mature a little bit physically, and he still has to prove he can hold it. Um, you know, as exciting as his outings have been, he's averaging four innings per start in the minors this year, and that's an improvement over last year when he was averaging just over three innings per start. A big part of being a frontline starting pitcher in the major leagues is being able to take the ball every fifth day and give your team seven innings and, and log 180 innings a year. Um, there's a lot of question whether he can do that, and he, he's still very young and has to prove he can before we start talking about him in that number one or two starter bucket. A couple more things for Kyle Glaser, senior writer for Baseball America here in the Fast Lane on 101 ESPN. All right, Kyle, if I were to ask you one pitcher in the Cardinals farm system right now, so nobody that is on the big league level at this point, one pitcher out of the group of Graceffo, Roby, Jerpy, um, Robert, uh, Reverse, McGreevy, that starts in the rotation next year after a good spring. Who would that be? Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of it's going to depend on who takes offseason jumps. Sure. Um, I, I think Graceffo is, is sort of the guy you look at in terms of, okay, upper levels, you know, has some stuff. Um, you know, he's, 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 you know, done okay at Memphis this year. Hasn't been great, but, you know, if you told me he broke camp next year as the Cardinals' number five starter, it, it wouldn't shock me. 
Any other deals as we expand beyond the Cardinals, any other deals that really stood out to you in terms of the prospect that a team acquired? And like, man, that was a pretty good return. Yeah, I mean, I look at the White Sox return, really in both cases, both for Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly, as well as what they got for uh, Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez from the Angels. Um, you know, two rentals as good as Giolito and Lopez are. You know, they got a top 100 prospect, a 20-year-old catcher, and Edgar Caro and Double A, who is really good, and a, a really nice potential back-end starter in Kai Bush. And then, you know, Lance Lynn's had a horrible year, and Joe Kelly has not been very good either. And for them, they were able to get a, a really, really interesting pitching prospect from the Dodgers and Nick Mastrini, as, as well as a hard-throwing reliever in Jordan Leisure, who has a chance to pitch in their bullpen next year. So I think the White Sox so far are the team for me that has jumped out the most uh, with both of those deals in terms of the prospect return they've received. Kyle, good stuff. We appreciate it. We appreciate your insights on some of these prospects that the Cardinals got in return yesterday. And uh, maybe we'll cir- circle back with you at some point as we draw closer and closer to the offseason. It's going to be an important one for the Cardinals, that's for sure. Yeah, no question about it, guys. Happy to join you anytime. Thanks. We appreciate it.